All right, let's go hour number two on a Tuesday. A lot going on uh, coming out of the men's championship last night. Talked about UConn getting the win. Talked about all the craziness, all the soap opera around that women's championship game. The White House clarifying they are inviting LSU and only LSU to the White House because they're the ones that won the game. Come on now. Uh, We've gotten into that. By the way, there's just some stuff going on in New York City today. We have not commented on that. We will not comment on that. That's, I know, going to get a lot of people's attention today. What's going on, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? We will. Now, that's what we should be talking about. Yeah, right? Is that ever going to happen? I don't know, man. I see people now doing mock drafts, and they'll say, yeah, I did this mock draft based on the Jets figuring this out sooner than later. And then... I don't know what to do about the Lamar Jackson thing. Like, they're all trying to figure out the mock drafts based on those two guys, and we haven't had movement on either. It's crazy. There's really nothing going on there. Uh, Chad and Zay with you. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Congrats to UConn once again. Clearly better. Uh, I've always said it. In a fight, I love two kinds of fights. I love really close, competitive fights that you know who won it, but it was damn close. And I like dominant blowouts. I'm no, I have no problem with that. I don't have people will ask me, well, when you pay a, all the money for a pay per view and it's a 20 second fight, and then the guy gets knocked out, girl gets knocked out. I said, that's no, fine. It's definitive. It's clear. And by the end of this tournament, Zay, it was clear who the best team was. UConn was the best, winning by double digits in every single game of this tournament, beating every non-conference opponent this year by double digits. I like that. They are a clear, definitive champ. And I'm not going to look back at this, at them or this season and belittle it or marginalize it because they were so dominant. Yeah, we talked about all year long, there's so much parity in college basketball. So many teams are even, and the team that has the most luck, no injuries, playing the hottest at the right time, is going to have the best chance of, to win. And that was UConn. Even being the number four seed and them going through a very tough Big East, Dan Hurley was able to push the right buttons at the right time, and he's a brilliant basketball mind. I mean, he comes from a brilliant basketball family, mm-hmm. from his brother being a Hooper to his dad being an absolute legend in New Jersey, like one of the greatest high school basketball coaches. People say of all time, not, not just in Jersey, in the New York area, people say all time, and he's coached a lot of really good guys. So it's just a brilliant basketball mind, Dan Hurley. I don't think he gets enough credit just because, I don't know, he's not one of those big household names like a Bill Self or, you know, just even the guy that was sitting on the podium with Barkley and them, Jay Wright. Like, he's not one of those. Right. So I don't think he's going to get the credit he deserves, but he should get a ton of credit for what he did in these six games coaching this team. I think this will help start it for him because unlike his brother, he doesn't have the playing accolades he played but nobody really thinks of him as a player he was at Seton Hall and he's admitted he thought of quitting playing basketball when he was at Seton Hall that kind of stuff but now he's starting to develop his own name his own attitude I love this clip that they're playing from January of 2020 where he said y'all better get us now y'all better get us now this thing it's coming it's coming and in the next two tournaments they got kicked out early but that's what he said in 20 early 20 before COVID hit and now you come out of that three years later and they win the natty and they win it definitively man good for him for seeing it and you could feel it zay from him all through the run once they came out of that bad part of the season every player every coach it reminded me of being around here around austin in 05 with that football team players coaches you could just feel it 
They all had the same basic attitude that year. Hey, did you see when the kickoff time is? Yeah. Show up and just watch. Just watch. It'll be fine. Just this great, quiet kind of confidence. They would just let you know. No, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Just, they, that's the way Hurley's sounded to me for these last few rounds and last couple of months. He knows they're that good. And deep down, he knew oh, nobody can hang with us. If we play like we play and we're healthy, nobody's going to hang. He was right. No, there's no weaknesses on this team. Yeah. They got a good big man that could do whatever you want on the offensive end. They could bring a big man off the bench that's one of the best defensive big men that I've seen all year long. They got shooters all around with Hawkins and uh, number three, what's his name, Calabara. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Calatera. Yeah. Calatera. Calatera. Yeah, yeah. he could flat out shoot it. Then they got really good point guard play for guys that aren't considered point guards. And Andre Jackson and Tristan Newman, the El Paso kids. So all those things, their big men could shoot it too. I mean, what what can you not like about this squad? They are stacked. They're deep. And they played the right type of basketball at the right time. They deserve it. Yeah, congrats to the champs. UConn gets it done. We've certainly hit some basketball today. and uh, But there's also football to get into. Speaking of the Longhorns in 05, obviously that's the last national title. Steve Sarkeesian hopes 2023 is the next one. They are 11 days from the spring game. So, Zay, they did a presser today uh, with Sark. Uh, what did you take out of it as a fan getting ready for this spring game? Yeah, shout out to our guy Joe Cook who came on with us yesterday. I got a lot of the information from him because he was a part of the presser. Go follow Joe Cook at josephcook89. And one of the things Sark talked about and was asked today, who will be on the opposite side of Ryan Watts? And Sark mentioned Terrence Brooks, Gavin Holmes, Xavion Bryce, Jade Barron, and Austin Jordan. I mean, at the end of the day, we know Jade Barron's the nickel guy. And I'm pretty sure with the season that he had, I he should have been first team all Big 12 last year in 2022 for mm-hmm. what he did at the nickel spot. He was amazing. The highlight for me was in the TCU game where the scoop and score touchdown, and he had a couple other picks and stuff. So really, I would say throw him out because we know he's going to be on the field. You think he's got a spot. I think he's yeah. got a spot. Right. The real battle for me, Chad, is the Terrence Brooks-Gavin Holmes. Yep. And I expect both of those guys to play, but who's going to get that start? Like the, the battle of the guy from the recruiting side of it versus the guy from the transfer side of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Terrence Brooks, what we saw in the Alamo Bowl game, he was balling. He played really yeah. well toward the end of the year once he started getting more reps and just – I like Gavin Holmes. I like what he did at Wake Forest. I think he could come in and help, but I'm very intrigued on that cornerback battle. Yeah. And who's going to get that spot? Because that's a big one. And I like, and that, that's where we need to be. That's what we've always talked about Iron Shopper and Iron. You know, you got to have multiple guys that are capable of starting. I don't want just one for sure pick. Yeah. I want guys battling it out because we know we got the depth. And we have no idea due to the deep roster that we have at the cornerback position. Yeah, that's what I've been talking about for years at certain positions. But you want a guy that gets to play, not a guy that has to play. You want a guy that earns that position. That's not just handed it because, hey, man, we got to cover him. They're they're putting a receiver out there. (laughs) We got to deal with it. And I think either way, if I was a Longhorn fan, I like the way that could play out either way. Either you end up with transfers on both sides because you got one side where you feel like the transfer portal really helped you out. 
you got another opportunity of that with a guy coming from Wake, and then you'd have one of your recruited guys, developed guys, that could back it up. If you reverse it, same type of thing, you got a big-time recruit that is now developed to the point where he wins the job. That's big for recruiting moving forward. That's just big for that name. Terrence, uh, Terrence Cooks is a name we heard for a long time. It's Terrence Cooks, right? No. no, Terrence. I said his name wrong. Terrence Brooks. Terrence Brooks. I'm sorry. I went to school with Terrence Cooks. Shout, Did you really? Shout out to TC. Uh, <laughs> Terrence Brooks. Um, yeah, if, if he steps up into that position and then you've got a guy like Holmes as a backup, but it looks like whoever gets the job earned the job, that's what you want as a fan. You want it feeling like there's a fight there. There's a battle uh, and it gets done. That's, that's good to hear, I think, if you're yeah, a Texas Yeah, Deshaun fan. Jameson was tough. You know, he might have been undersized, and that's not what Steve Sarkeesian, this coach's staff, are looking for. Now, but, both of these guys are bigger, correct? Yeah, both of these guys are for bigger. The that don't Those know. are yeah. the long, over six foot, lengthy guys. If I get beat a step, I have a chance to gain some ground due to my length of athleticism. Mm-hmm. That is good. All right, what else stood out to you? I know Sark was asked about uh, leadership on the team. I know a lot of Longhorn fans love those kind of questions. That's right. Steve Sarkeesian was asked to identify who has stepped up and increased leadership, and he mentioned Jordan Winnington, Quinn Ewers, Jatavion Sanders, Jaron Thompson, Byron Murphy, and Baron Sorrell, all the guys that should be doing it. Mm-hmm. Who's it you said before, Murphy? Uh, Jaron Thompson. Thompson, safety. yeah, that's big. Yeah, yeah, that is that is definitely a good one. Yeah, if I'm a if I'm a Texas fan, I definitely want to hear my quarterback's name pretty fast, and he did said it pretty quick. Yeah. Also, hearing Whittington's name is, Yo, a, is a good thing. I saw a picture of Quinn Ewers fooling around social media. Looks like he's losing some of that doughy fat that he had really? the previous year ago. Okay, which is that's what you need to see yep. in year two. Tone that body up. No BS. You already got the fade rocking. It's time to ball out. Like this, all the talent that you have coming back, all the starters, yeah, I know number five and number two are gone, and those are huge from on the field and off the field for that standpoint. But the talent that you got coming back, you got to take a step up if you're Quinn yours in your leadership and in your mechanics, which I think he's toned that up. We know his footwork was very choppy this last season. This is the time to clean all those things up. Mm-hmm. And I think he's doing that, and I think he'll come into this year. Hopefully Steve Sarkeesian understands the personnel and calls plays to fit the personnel because in 2022, couldn't say he did that consistently. No. no at all. That's good. No, it's realistic. <laughs> just, yeah, you're right. <laughs> at all. So year three, you know, we got to learn and we got to get better. Sark and Quinn. And then the other thing, I'm glad to I'm, I'm make sure I say this the right way. I'm glad he mentioned Whittington and Sanders and I, because last year there were times where we would look at this team and think, there, you got more choices than that. I thought it was, an, it was an excuse last year to say, well, Texas doesn't have a good receiver room. I get there were injuries on part of it. That was kind of part because Whittington got a little banged up, but Whittington was there, right? Oh, he, was there the whole, he was there the whole year. The season. Yeah. A little belt, but he, so – we kept talking about him. We kept talking about Sanders. Where are these guys? The fact that he mentioned both of them is great. And then I hope, I would hope for Xavier Worthy for 2023, he gets to blend in a little bit. He gets to be part of that room without so much focus on him. And Sark kind of did it to him. Sark and Ewers and Worthy, they did it to themselves in a way by going at him all the time, and it was the same. Can he run a 15-yard run? No, we're going 40 yards yeah. down the field. Every so yeah, There's a thing There's a thing to go to him when he's open and healthy. 
he wasn't open, and he had a broken wrist. Right, exactly. And the fact that we now know that part of it, but that he has also mentioned him earlier in leadership comments to say he really feels like he's having a good start, and that's when he messed up. All he had to say was, man, I really like what I'm seeing out of Xavier Worthy. Then stop talking. <laughs> the comma and, oh, this is the part I was keeping from. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that part. Uh, so that is, uh, that is good yeah. to hear. Anything else stand out from Sark's deal? Yes. He also said Keaton Crawford blocked the kick. Our field goal on Saturday scrimmage. I've heard a lot about Keaton Crawford. Yeah, I think he's going to have a huge year this season. And he says that Jaden Blue, the running back, has matured in his time here. Whew. That for him is where we've seen a ton of growth, and that's what we've needed. I will give you, I'll give you, I'll give you one A level badass running back among this group. And by the middle of the season, you'll be like, oh, my God, the running game's great. What's his name? Who do you want it to be? That's what I just think it's a massive question for this team. You're, we know who you're replacing. Who's that guy for you? If, it all, if everything else worked out and he steps up to that A level, who is it? I would say Jonathan Brooks. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say him. He's the first name that comes to my mind. Yeah, because I love what C.J. Baxter has the potential to bring. Right. And I love what I'm hearing about him and his size and stuff. The two over six foot, two fifteen. Like you can't beat that. And to be a freshman and coming at that size yeah. is pretty remarkable. But he's still a freshman. There's yeah. gonna be some things that it's gonna take a while. And do you trust him being your RB one when you go to Bama in right. week two? Yeah, because you know what coaches will say to you very first thing. The thing coaches always think of with, with freshman running backs is, oh, holy hell, he's got a pass pro. Yep. He's got a pass pro. We're going where? You just said it. Tuscaloosa? You know how much Sark likes to throw the ball. And again, back to what we were just talking about. How far does he like to throw the ball? Really far. Mm-hmm. That takes time. And it takes blocking. So you got to make sure your young guys can do that. For you, no matter what Keelan Robinson becomes, will he always be a secondary guy? Is he always going to be a, a secondary idea in that backfield? I think if the Horns want to be as successful as they can be, he can't be that number one guy. Okay. He just doesn't have the mass to, you right. know, go in between tackles and stuff. Like, we, you need a guy that could do that. But he needs to be utilized way more than he has been these last two years. I just – I think – He's going to become kind of that next Roshan Johnson for a lot of people. Maybe he's not hes not that all-around good. What I'm saying is when we saw Roshan Johnson in space catching the ball, we realized how special it could be, and you thought, you need more of those. Yeah. Need a few more of those. When Keelan Robinson puts his foot in the ground, it's pretty cool to watch. He, he has a couple of moments. Couple, you know, a couple moments, bam, a couple moments, Texas, where he is burning folks. And he's got that thing you cannot teach, and they've got to get him in space. Ultimately, I agree with you. Deep down, I want him to be that guy. Like, that's the guy I'm kind of rooting for. But I, I agree he might not be the let's hand it to him 18 times a game guy. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I think the running back room, even without Roshan and Bijan Robinson, I think is as good as any in the Big 12. Speaking of Bijan, coming up in the 2 o'clock hour, we're going to get into this two-round mock draft of Todd McShay, and we'll see if it upsets Cowboys fans as to where Bijan's going to go because he's not going to the Cowboys in this mock draft. He is going to a team that wears a silver helmet. We'll get to that in the 2 o'clock hour. Also coming up next in the Flex segment, we tell you to send your videos with the kids lifting weights 
We got a video at Flex of the coach lifting weights. We'll tell you about that. Plus some of these names, these big names in the area, getting more and more big-time offers. That is coming up on The Horn. Chad and Zay. Tuesday, nothing wrong with a love train. Um, man, okay, the song is called Love Train, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, dead gummit. Um, is this Sly and the Family Stone? No. Good guess, though. All right, who is it? The OJs. Damn it. OJs. Yeah. OJs. Mm. Another one of those bands. Don't listen to enough. Didn't listen to enough back in the day. But really? Every t- but every time I hear it, I love it. You know, one yeah. of those. Every time I hear the OJs, every time I hear that it's Curtis Mayfield, every time I hear that it's Teddy P, every time I hear that it's the Temps, the Tops, I always love it, but I'll admit I didn't listen to a ton of it back then. Yeah. Like, my dad was one that he respected the Temptations. He liked the, He liked some of the songs. He never brought me the album and said, hey, here's the yeah. Temps, man. I wish I wish I had more of that back then, uh, a little more of that, you know. Would, would the OJs have been Motown? I don't think so. It's that era, but, but maybe not, not coming from right. coming from that uh, that factory, if yeah. you will. Not coming from uh, Smokey's factory, uh, which works. It's a factory, and his name is Smokey. I never thought about that before. Yeah, Barry Gordy. Those two. Was it Hitsville, USA? Oh my God! Yeah, that's a good. This those two guys. How how would music have been different if you changed those two guys? If Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson don't do what they do, man, what's different today? I mean, hip hop. <laughs> lots all of, the samples that they use. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hip hop right. is completely different. Every hip hop album you love is shorter. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what happens. Uh so uh the OJs adding to the list today. Also uh Marty Balin and Stevie Nicks on the show today. And again, if you haven't heard, Stevie Nicks, Billy Joel, not happening on Saturday. I hope I don't have to yeah, break. You better begin that meal together. Oh, I hope I don't have to break that news to my wife. Yeah, I know right now I know my wife and I are going out for a nice meal tonight. Just just today I yep. learned that cuz that's what's probably what it's going to take to to drown her sorrows on that. All right, I will come we'll talk about that two round NFL mock draft. I'll just ruin a little bit of it for you Cowboys fans. You're not getting Bijan in this mock draft, but you are getting a position of need that a lot of people have talked about. We'll get to that. Right now though, let's get you the flex segment including the co- Coach putting that weight up. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, Zay, right now, today, after the show, one rep max on the bench. What do you think you could get? What's the number you'd be willing Ooh. number you'd be willing to try? Uh man, I'm so out of shape right now. Probably out of shape. I'm good. Um Could we get two? I get two of them things, maybe. Go two hundy? Ooh. Are you oh well, you were talking about two plates. You talking about two plates? Now, two plates on each side is two twenty five, right? That's what the NFL does. Yeah, definitely ain't doing that. Not doing that. Definitely doing. Ain't doing that. 
200 even. Maybe. Maybe? May I got to do some serious stretching, <laughs> like yoga stuff before. I think for a number I'm sure I could get, I might need to be living around like 165, 170. Yeah, so I like Just to make sure. Just to make sure. But the reason I ask is if you go to FlexATX.com, or excuse me, if you go to FlexATX on Twitter, at FLXATX, you will see Coach Compton of Hutto Getting on that bench press, the tweet is, Chris called me out, I'm assuming one of the players, couldn't let that slide. Zay, I need you to check this video and tell me, I think he's got two big plates on each side, so that's 225, plus there's a couple other, he may be going 240. Okay, coach. 250 here, it's one rep, but he does it pretty, I mean, it's, it's easy money. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, humble those guys. So we've asked you. That's to, that old grown man strength. That is grown man strength. I bet you they don't mess with him today. No. <laughs> when he says get on that line, you better hustle. You better get on that line. So we've asked you for the videos. Maybe it's the video. We've had track and field videos, soccer videos, but these weightlifting videos have become a big deal. You know, guys on the squat rack, everybody's gathered around screaming and yelling and hollering. We certainly invite you to continue to send those, but you know what? We need to have the coaches weightlifting challenge. If you have a coach and you got him or her weightlifting, please let us know. Please send us those videos. Uh, Flex ATX on your social media. You can also go to flexatx.com, hit the contact us uh, tag there, the contact page, and let them know that way. Shout, Yo, out, shout out to the Huddle Hippos. If your coach goes to the hospital, don't send me the bill. Send that to Chad Hastings. <laughs> no. Don't send me that bill. Do not say, I heard on Chad and Zay, they trying to get these coaches out and work out and stuff. If your coach pulls <laughs> something that ain't on me that is on our program director chad hastings i just letting y'all know chad hastings they call me the hernia maker <laughs> good to see you yeah some of these coaches i mean they might look in shape but y'all better stretch hey they know it's their responsibility to stretch these coaches know that's true they're ready to go uh elsewhere in the huddle world shout out to alex green he was on one of the flex shows recently he's visiting north texas coming up this week so we hope that goes well zay adrian wilson keeps adding schools damn every day how about old miss the lane train has made an offer okay to adrian wilson the talented receiver out of weiss he's a guy you may want to watch this year and we certainly hope he gets more of those offers we told you about the oregon offer yesterday so shout out to adrian wilson also zay and we'll give another shout out to jacob henry now of vandegrift and i saw he tweeted out the other day that he was going to be at Vandergrift. But how about this, making it a little more clear? Jacob Henry tweets out yesterday, I will be playing both offensive line and defensive line at Vandergrift. I am looking to play either side of the ball at the next level. Looking forward to spring ball. My recruiting position is an athlete. Yo. Okie doke. I dig that. How about that? So at Lake Travis, he was only on the defensive side. He was only a D tackle at mm, Lake Travis. Interesting. So maybe, yeah, I don't know the, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but maybe it was something Vandergriff was willing to look at, and maybe Lake Travis wasn't. But we hope he, uh, you know, figures out. And he gave a hashtag to offensive line and defensive line. So maybe it just he feels like it creates more options for him at the next level. It'll be interesting to now, as the Flex guys visit with him and more folks visit with him on these visits, how will teams look at Jacob Henry? And in 2023, 
Is he really going to go both ways in high school football? Yo, man. On the line? The interior line? Is he going to go D-tackle OG for a whole football game? Yo, you got to be in some serious shape and have to have some serious athleticism to do that. Wow. And I think he could do it. That's going to be so impressive. And obviously, Coach Sanders and that crew are going to have to figure out the the workload for Jacob Henry yeah. and and whether or not you need to focus on you know one side of the ball in certain games maybe another side in other games or will he be truly uh, asked to go both ways obviously more um more of a rotation situation usually on yeah. D, on D line mm-hmm. so if he go maybe maybe that'll maybe that's what he's thinking too focus in on guard show everybody I can be an offensive lineman and then the defensive line, you're bringing, you know, you're bringing him into that rotation, yeah. which obviously can help. And he's at Vandergriff. They just went to state. They'll probably be up by forty in third quarter in a lot of games, so he'll get a lot of wrestling. He's not, he's gonna get a little bit. Yeah, he'll get a yeah. little bit of wrestling. Now, Mark, what Jacob has told us as an athlete playing both sides, I guess he won't be going to college for wrestling. Um, I don't Is know that out. Well, the picture? I, I don't know. I mean, he has done the powerlifting part of it, too. Plus, he can sing. He can sing? You didn't know that? I did not. Jacob's done been in choir, too. What? Oh, yeah, Jacob Henry's got it all. Jacob Barry White Henry? He is. He's just he's showing off just like his dad. In the old days, they thought his dad was just mean, and then his dad started doing comedy promos with <laughs> Mae Young and jumping in bed with her yeah, and sexual chocolate people giving birth to hands and stuff we were like wait what what is what's going on <laughs> sexual chocolate can be funny <laughs> hell yeah he can and then mark just showed everybody that's what it is jacob henry we wish you nothing but the best figuring out what is right for you uh, a lot of good videos also shout out to dell valley football oh, with this uh we got another squat video i'm watching right now saw, Flex ATX. saw a video of lake travis basketball player four star in 2026? Mm-hmm. That two years from now? 2025. He'll be a junior next year. Okay. Hudson Greer, he's playing for the Pro Skills team. He was up in Dallas. Okay. They said that he shot like 80% from the three oh. in like three games. Is that good? He's high as high. And in the clip I saw, he dunking on folks and stuff. Like, good grief. Actually, you're a basketball guy. You could tell me, is there anything you can do in basketball at 80% that'd be bad? Other than turnovers, mm. I guess falling down. Yeah, that's just, about it. If you just fell 80% of the time, that'd be bad. Yeah. If you turn the ball over 80% of the time, yeah. But offensive stat-wise, there's not anything Yo, I can think of that'd be bad. Talk about bucket getting. How about that? Yeah, serious. Yeah, good and for him. If we're around that time where guys are starting to play summer basketball and stuff, send us those clips too. Absolutely. We'll take all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know about all those big names in the area flexatx.com if you want to go check out the website and just follow flexatx on all your social media we do appreciate you letting uh, the flex crew know about all these kids in the area we're trying to tell their stories and update everything that's going on as they try to get to that next level and beyond all right coming up it is where we at in society then at two o'clock we'll get into this nfl two-round mock draft todd mcshay putting out a two-round mock who did the texans end up with with two and 12 Bijan ending up on a team with a silver helmet that's not the Cowboys and who the Cowboys end up with this name I know you know Cowboys fans we'll tell you that one coming up next hour stay with us it's the horn Chad and Zay 
Rolling through a Tuesday. This sounds like something I should know. Oh, well, we got guitar riffs going. Come on now. Where's this head? I'm hoping, assuming we have a vocal coming. Come on, boys or girls. That's one of those takes a while, huh? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> All right, just tell me, who is it? Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden? What's the song called? American Metal. There it is. Okay. Lizzie Borden. All right, there's the Lizzie Borden band trying to prove they can play the instruments. Didn't want to get into the singing too much. Here we go. There he is. Yeah, that might have taken me a second. I might have been able to come up with Lizzie Borden. but Really? Maybe. I you were struggling. I mean, it's rare when you say, just give it to me. Just throw it to yeah, me. Yeah, just the riff wasn't going to give it to me, though. With his voice, eh, maybe. I've heard I've heard a little bit of them. I wasn't massively into Lizzie Borden, though. They, were, they weren't they were a big-time band, but that's a nice, nice note he's hitting there. Lizzie Borden, the OJs, Marty Balin, and Stevie Nicks to get us started today. Remember, Texas baseball with a strange start time today at 4 o'clock against Air Force, 345. Your pregame time, because of that early start, it will be on 1260 and 101.9. So you will get the full Ball Don't Lie show right here on the horn. And uh, Ace Whitehead on the hill for Texas, 2-0 record, the 6-2-3 ERA. He obviously would like to fix uh, get that ERA worked on a little bit, but that 2-0 record looks pretty good. Longhorns got to 16 in a row before Oklahoma State took a couple from them. So uh, we'll see what Texas looks like tonight at 20-9 and and 4-2 and in the conference. Obviously, this is ducking out of conference. Four of their next um, – or excuse me, let's see, one, two, three, five of their next six, I believe, would be at home. And they're going to go home series with Kansas State, the Easter schedule Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then they'll come back for a weird Monday game, a Monday-Tuesday set with Texas State, and it's going to be old Southwest Conference style. They're going to go Monday in San Marcos, Tuesday in Austin. Oh, I like that. I miss those days, Zay. That's what they used to do in the old Southwest Conference days. Anytime A&M, Baylor, and Texas played a baseball series, anything in that triangle of teams, they would do a two-and-one. You'd play one game on a Friday at one place and then the other two at the other spot. I like that. It was really cool. Like The fans would go to one spot, party on Friday night, watch the game, and then everybody would travel to whatever, you know, to that other city. Yeah. Very cool stuff. All right, so Texas baseball coming up at 4 o'clock this afternoon. We got the 2 o'clock hour coming up. Cowboys getting a tight end in this Todd McShay mock draft. We'll tell you who it is coming up. Right now, though, Zay's got something for us with where we at in society. Let's see if it's a soap opera in women's basketball. Come on. Where are we at in society today? Tell me, Zay. Tell me somebody else made Angel Reese mad. Please. Unfortunately, not. Oh, darn it. Do I need to go to Twitter, though? You do need to go to Twitter. And we got the audio for where we at today. And it's one of the most ridiculous, but maybe not as ridiculous with what we've seen in the last week from this woman. Take a listen. Take a look at this man. He's accused of pretending to be a police officer so that he could get into a Final Four concert over the weekend. According to court documents, Trayvon Stevenson was wearing a police canine vest and said he was there as event security for the Megan Thee Stallion concert. Wow. 
this woman. Dude loves Megan the Stallion so much he impersonated a police officer to see her. He faked being a cop. Canine cop with no dog. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Wait, wait, wait. The vest said canine? The vest said canine. And he had no dog. He had no dog. Fam, you almost had it. Did he say he was looking for the dog? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's already inside. Hey, he's undercover. He's already inside. I got to go find him. Any dog would have been fine. You don't have to bring a German Shepherd. You don't have to bring a Cujo or a York. Get a Yorkie. He walks in like walking a Maltese. What? <laughs> What? At least try, brother. What? A Pomeranian can't be a canine dog? How dare you? At least try. That's, Steve- that's doggist. <sighs> Stevenson, 28, stood before a judge on Monday where he was granted a $20,000 bond. Have you- Please tell me there was a moment where he was asked to defend himself and he just looked at the judge and said something like, hey, did you see that first pitch of the Astros game? That's what I'm saying. Did you see her in those jeans? Man, she's magical. That booty's making people lose their minds. Dude, she's magical. I don't even like spicy food, and I've had nine of those sandwiches at Popeye's. <laughs> Do you understand? What they this- don't even serve it no more, so you got to get it from Amazon the for a sauce? grip. Yeah. yeah, for a grip. He just like I would love for him to just like throw himself on the mercy of the court. She just does something to me, man. I love that's That's love. As much as you're right, he did not construct the idea very well at all no you gotta think it through um had he had it worked and he got in and and got to see the concert now we i might give him a little more credit. now we know how america feels about dogs so probably for his best interest not having a dog was good because mm-hmm. if he were to bring a dog and impersonate a cop and get caught with it he might be doing five to ten yeah that's true yeah that's cruelty to animals in yeah a cruelty way. to animals like but bruh that booty oh got you doing things like this. This see, is nuts. See, if he'd really thought it out, he would have he would have brought a dog and figured out. He would have done research on Megan the Stallion and figured out does Megan like dogs? Research Megan the Stallion. Research her upbringing. Research the she's Houston area, right? Yeah. Research her growing up. See if you can find anything. A reference in a song. Does she ever reference a dog? Does she own a dog? Find out. Find out her breed. Then get that breed to be your canine dog. Kind of stand off to the side of the stage, and then you get invited on stage or backstage because Megan loves the dog. See, that's what he should have thought of. Dude, think it through. Yeah, he wasn't thinking at all. Because I do not endorse this overall. This is breaking the law. You should not impersonate a police officer. No. But. And this is borderline stalking. And borderline, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this is very stalker. It's a little creepy. It's level one stalker. You're absolutely right. But, like I always say, if you're going to do it, Go all the way. Do it. You need to do it full speed if you're going to really do that. That's loving <laughs> Megan the Stallion. My God. Yeah, that's how you know you're a hot artist right now. Yeah, now Tim McGraw and Lil Nas X, they also perform, but he ain't trying to see them. I see. He's not as big a fan of no. McGraw and Lil Nas X. Nope, he was trying to see that wop being twerked around, doing some crazy stuff in some very scandalous attire. He was looking for Megan. Which I can't hate on that. Not the Old Town Road. Yeah, I can't hate on that. No. Megan the Stallion is special. Like, we talk about the it factor in sports. Megan the Stallion has the it factor in entertainment. Okay, let me ask a weird question. Do you have to, I'm assuming you have to pay to get into this Final Four event? Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the issue? He just didn't No, have, the issue was. He, he didn't have the he money? He got in. Oh, yeah, well. He just didn't have the money, I guess. Yeah, so that's why. He, he didn't have the coin. <laughs> You should have cut more hair. 
Where did he get the vest, too? Did he mean to just get a regular police vest and he screwed up and got the canine? <laughs> Is that what it was? Hey, dude, that says canine. Where's your dog? And he's thinking, damn. Yeah, he claimed to be an off-duty officer. Ah, off-duty, but you can't wear the vest when you're off-duty. Doesn't you? make sense. Listen, see, Lacey, he didn't think this through oh, at all. No, no, didn't no, add I, up. Oh, no, I know what he's saying there. He gets. He could be saying, you can be off-duty and run security for an event, can't you? Can't you? Can you do it that way? Sure. See, a cop would have to let us know that. Jason APD, if you're out there, let us know. If you work for, say, the Austin Police Department, could you do security for a concert and technically be off-duty? I think those are separate issues. You can do some security work and not be on duty with the police department. I think that might be consistent. Why are we helping him with this lie? I don't know. I have no I, idea. <laughs> All I know is, Zay, the whole time you've been talking to me, I've just been staring at this picture of Megan the Stallion. That's what we need to retweet. Let me just retweet that picture because Megan the Stallion is extremely fun to look at. Yeah, because people are going to get lost in the fact that people going to think she's the problem. She's not the problem. Oh, boy, it's crazy. Yeah. But... But what she has going on. By the way, have you ever seen Megan the Stallion in like a when she, if she does presenting at an award show or interviews stuff like that? Have you ever seen her in just those basic situations? Yeah, she feels so awkward to me in those situations. She feels like she's really good on stage, and she's really good kind of presenting that whole vibe. When she tries to go normal person, it it just distracts me a little bit. She, I don't think she, I think that part of it is where she gets a little she feels human to me. She right. feels a little awkward like she was at this award show, the CMT Awards. Not her crowd, obviously. She's there for Shania Twain. Apparently the tele, you can tell the teleprompter was kind of freaking her out a little bit and she feels wonderfully vulnerable there. But then when she's on stage and she gets that look on her face, she turns into like, you know, dungeon master queen and you're like, "Okay. Yeah, I haven't noticed that." There you go. Little bit, I, I, I enjoy it, but it's one of those things too. It, it also reminds you, like Megan the Stallion is not thirty-five years old. No, she, she's twenty-eight. Still, she's still pretty young in the game overall. Mm-hmm. Kind of learning where, l- learning where all of it, kind of how all of it fits in. And uh, she's great. And I also love that when she panics, all she has to do is stick her tongue out, and the crowd goes crazy. Yeah, do the eh. It almost becomes like a wrestling promo. Like Ric Flair doing the woo, or somebody. If you, that's what they expect. They expect her to do it. So she had that moment at the CMT Awards where I think the teleprompter was messing up on her. She just stopped and then stuck her tongue out, and the crowd went. Aah! See, she's smart great. because there's a new girl out that's getting a lot of love. Her name's Ice Spice, light skinned girl with this ginger fro. Okay, and she has a lot of the attributes. That Megan The Stallion has and does a lot of the same things that Megan The Stallion does too. Like she got some of the same curves, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bo- body style. Yeah, body style. Body shape. Lyrics okay. around the same too. Oh, I but see. Meg, she's kind of been out the line like she's been dealing with the court. Tory Lanez getting shot in the leg stuff. Now that she's back out there, perfect time to come out. Now this other girl didn't just didn't just get shot in the leg. No, I spice. That, no, that'd be too far. That'd be too far. I mean, come on. Yeah, I spice. She she does a thing. I like I spice. All right. Okay. We'll probably never play her on here just because the music is not good. But, oh, you know, it's not good and it's dirty. It's just, yeah. 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 So a you'd have to edit and b it'd be bad. Yeah, a lot of work for me. It's not good. The producer in me is not trying to do any of that. Oh my god. By the way, I watched a little more of the CMT awards. I'm going through it slowly. I saw Jelly Roll win his first award of the night. <laughs> that dude is something. Yeah. I do not know the full story yet, but that he's something. Just bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. I love the idea that that's connected to country music right now. 
can't believe that's accepted in country now. That's great. Yeah. They need more of that. Yeah. Have a Megan Stallion there and stuff. They need more of that. Kind of dig it, yes. And uh, big surprise, the Megan the Stallion picture got a couple of retweets already. That's... <laughs> <laughs> It's a huge <laughs> surprise. Remember, Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. I'm at C Hastings 1049. All right, coming up, your two o'clock hour, two round mock draft. The quarterbacks at the top, who the Texans end up with. Bijan ends up in the top 20. Will the Cowboys have to go up that high to get him? And the Cowboys end up with a tight end in this mock. We'll go through it next on the horn.